Sisto ayuda un hombre mi presigue el esta tratando de matarme. Uh, welcome <laughs> to the Science Fiction Rating System. Uh, it's Alex Humphrey, and that meant I need help. A man is after me. He's trying to kill me. Uh, I am joined, as ever, by Chris Redding. Hello. How are you, Chris? Yeah, good, good. How's, how's things going on the alien spaceship? Good, good. We're uh, we're nearing completion of the set, and we're ready to roll. So good. We're lucky to have you here, really, aren't we? V- extremely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always. Every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. And Sam Draper, how are you? Hello. I'm okay, thank you. I'm. Uh, you sound better. Yes, I'm a lot time. better. Just a just a little cough now, rather than a a full on wheeze. Good. Good. Well, we're here to discuss time crimes. We've had sense crimes, we've had thought crimes, now it's time crimes. Sex crimes? Sex crimes, yes, sex crimes. So, time crimes. 2007, written, directed and starring uh, Nacho Vigalondo, who people will know because of that colossal film. Mm. Uh, Did anyone see that? I didn't see it. Mm. Uh, I started to watch it and turn it off because it wasn't great. (laughs) Okay. Well, he's made some interesting stuff. There's a film he made called Open Windows that I thought was quite good. He also directed, uh, you know, that VHS series yeah. that had all the... Yeah. yeah one, his segment in that is kind of a bit like this. It's about a, uh, a parallel universe. A scientist opens a door and meets a, himself in a parallel universe. And it is insane. It's ridiculously offensively insane. It's worth watching <laughs> if you can uh, track it down. It's pretty horrible. Oh, okay. But uh, anyway, this is Time Crimes. Uh, so the basic plot of Time Crimes is uh, the film is about Hector, a man who becomes part of a time loop and must stop his other selves from continuing to exist. That's pretty much yeah. the main... Yeah, that's it, isn't it? Pretty much. Um, so straight in, part one, we meet Hector. Um, it's an odd beginning for a science fiction film. Mm. It's almost like a kind of foreign language comedy, isn't it? Like a sex drama comedy kind of thing. It's es- weird, isn't it? Especially if during the trailer had that kind of... That but 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 kind of yeah. music yeah. that they have for like comedies on. <laughs> that was meant. So yeah, I was a short to expect really at this point in the film. Yeah, though, I mean, he turns up at his house. Stuff falls out the back of his car, kind of Mister Bean esque. Yeah, they're redecorating. His wife's there. He he sits on a deck chair. He and he spies a woman stripping in the woods. I mean, it's a bit of a weird opening, isn't it? It's very like foreign film, Not isn't it? Though, like, yes, yeah, like Spain, <laughs> French That's films, every day in Spain. They can't do a film without someone taking the top off, can they? No, they're they're phys- physically physically impossible for mm. them to not have nudity. Yeah, yeah, it's an odd beginning. But I think when you see the guy with the man with the bandages on his head, I think um, one thing this film has, I'm sure we'll discuss whether we liked it or not. But I do think the look of the man with the pink bandages on his head is quite a good kind of horror, almost horror villain look, don't you think? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's just like you kind of you're just like, what the hell is that? Is it even? Is it a creature? Is it a human being? We don't really know. Well, I know it's a man with is. bandages on his face. Oh, but he could have had a really <laughs> mucked up face, so he could have been an alien underneath, or you didn't. Mm. You know. I, well, I like I liked that they didn't save that reveal for the end of the film. No, 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 no. Because it was obvious, no, wasn't no, it? No, so it's nice that that yeah. was kind of out of the way quite quick. That was good. Yeah. Mm. Well, pretty quickly, 
Hector goes off into the forest to look for the woman yep. with no clothes on. Um, <clears throat> and he, he finds her. She's just like dead or kind of just lying there, isn't she? Yeah. She's still breathing. Still a bit weird, this film. Then he finds... He, he goes over a fence. and well, it no, he gets, he gets stabbed sh- by the man with the bandages. Oh, yeah. sorry. He gets stabbed by the man with the bandages, runs off because he thinks the man's chasing him, mm. as my quote said. And he ends up in this huge facility uh, that everyone, no one seems to be there. Um, and you're kind of like, by this point, it's, it does feel a bit more like, well, you can see the kind of science stuff coming in a bit here. It's a bit more of a thriller at this point. You're a bit like, what's going on? It's a bit more interesting, isn't it? I like the look of the, the building and the the style mm. of it. Like, mm. sort of, what's that, 60s sort of look, isn't it, I guess? Yeah, like um, um, yeah. brutalism, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And the way it's all yeah. shot, it's got a nice sort of, it, it, it looks kind of, well, it's like lo-fi, isn't it? But They've not done in a, a lot with way. what they've got. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. But like you could so believe it's someone I, like wandering, wandering around a place on the weekend, couldn't you? It looked like a yeah, real place. Yeah. yeah. When I saw the calendar with that kind of wavy arrow, I think I'm pretty sure you guys as well. That's very kind of Back to the Future, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. I drew that. <laughs> you drew it. Yeah, because I <laughs> yeah. thought what? it was going to be a lot more complicated than it actually was. So I thought that's obviously uh, a clue. So I'm going to draw that, oh, expecting oh. it to be like a real like mystery thing. And then about ten minutes later, he just, uh. just draws it. And I was like, well, that's a waste of time. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, well, it's good that you're paying that much attention. Yeah, you're even yeah. taking... <laughs> I'll take notes. Yeah. Like, wow, big notes, yeah. Um, fail to prepare, well, he... prepare to fail. Yeah. There you go, yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, he gets a radio message from uh, the scientist, who's actually... It, it, it's Nacho Vigalonde, and I think he's not bad, but he's credited as the young man, which is a bit of an odd... Uh, oh, is he? To call... Yeah, he's not called the scientist, which I thought he would be. It's the young man. Uh, that is, uh, the, and also the uh, the woman is called the girl in the forest. That's a bit more obvious, mm. uh, obviously. Um, and he gets his radioed, and he says the man is saying, "Come up to my mime up on the hill. Come up to on, on the hill." And like, he, so he kind of gets up there, doesn't he? And next thing he knows, the guy, the scientist says, "Get in here. That's the only place you can go to get away from him." Mm-hmm. And something happens, mm. and it's kind of a flash. And then, pretty much at this point, you are like, "Yeah, this is science fiction." Now we're kind of in more. <laughs> obvious territory and suddenly we're in we, he's jumped back in time hasn't he yeah Excellent. but not by much no but not by much exactly what did you think of it as like of a setup do you think it was a good setup did it kind of were you intrigued or did you just think oh, i'm not sure about well this. i'm just seeing Please. like indie film sort of they it's a one location film mm. one setting he wasn't gonna I just, yeah, we weren't going to see the Napoleonic Wars in this time travel film, were we? <laughs> I appreciate the the pace at which it got going. There was no mucking around mm-hmm. and you sort of straight into it and it, well, it keeps that pace up, doesn't it? There's no like, I mean, you're back in time quite quickly, really, relatively, aren't you? And then it's, it's mm. got a nice economy to it. Yeah, yeah. Did you prefer it's this a... to uh, the, uh, the, the one that you don't like, the, uh, what's it called? Oh, wait till the end to reveal that. That is an interesting <laughs> question. Now, but, I mean, I'd say there's a lot of parallels, really, in a way. They're both very kind of low-budget kind of time Actually, travel. I can't talk... I, it's, <laughs> it's a much better film than that, obviously, yes. <laughs> um, an amusing thing I read, when uh, when he goes into that facility, uh, if, you, when you, if you look at one of the computer screens, on the top of the screen it's labelled Time Machine Configuration Interface, brackets beta... And in the bottom, it says, caution, please pay, pay for your software. So it's basically <laughs> implying that the software that it's the pirated. time machine is running is pirated <laughs> or that it, it's going to run out soon. 
just kind nice. of a good little, good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a good little, uh, good little idea. Um, yes, yeah, so as as Sam said, he's gone back in time, but he's only gone back an hour, uh, and he's kind of Hector's pretty mucked up about this. He looks at himself through the binoculars, and uh, he, he kind of he's trying to. He's not happy, is he? And the scientist is acting a bit oddly, but you don't really... At this point, you're not really sure why he's acting like that, are you? Uh, I don't know. I, you already, you'd already worked all this out. Well, not, no, not all of it. I kind of got that... You had an inkling. Yeah, mm. you could tell. I don't know. I, the, ple- the pleasure of this film for me was that it was... It, it set its clues up so you could work it out, didn't it, in a mm. nice way of sort of like yeah. everything... Yeah. Everything was so sparse to like, like just two cars. In that sense. Four people. Well, I would say kids, maybe. More like a, like an Agatha Christie mystery to me. Like, yes, sort okay, of a. Yeah, yeah. You know, the bits are all there and it's confident enough to not try and trick you or like fake you out. Like, mm. you, it, you know, it's very straight with what it's doing, really, which I appreciate. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, no, I agree. Yeah, like you say, it's kind of. Um, it's a very early film of his and it's obviously not the hugest budget and he's obviously doing the best he can with what he's got, isn't he? Hmm. Is the it, it script wise as well as kind of like you know special effects and everything? I say the only thing I didn't like about this bit though is that the the guy's Hector's attitude to it all. He seemed to not be getting it mm. to the level of like being too thick mm. to make the story mm. work at this point. Like later on, I think his actions seem to make more sense. But this first bit, they have to like he has to be really be like, oh no, no, it's not happening. Or that guy's in my mm. house mm. to the stage where I was like, yeah. well, you know, you've seen him. It's clearly you. Yeah, I didn't really well, buy that. But I've titled the next part. It's all gone a bit odd because uh, it is this next bit where it does go a bit odd. And I think if anyone, to me, the issues I have with the film kind of are in this next bit. Yeah, because Hector drives off, um, and to kind of like get back to his house, or because he's angry at his himself. It's all a bit kind of confused at what he's doing, really, isn't it? Yeah, and then he gets rammed off the road, yeah. smashes his head. Puts the bandage on, and then obviously, as we mm. yeah, as as we've said, yep. he is the man in the bandages, yep. and then he's kind of, then he meets the girl who comes to try and help him, but then everything he kind of does from this, it almost turns into a bit of a horror film at this point because mm. all of his actions after this are kind of a bit horrible, really. Um, they are, but I, like because he's, he's but he's but because he, what the scientist said to him, he's trying to recreate what he saw, isn't he? Mm. Yes. Exactly, but I mean, uh, there's a yeah. there's a there's a gap, there's a disconnect between when he sat down in the facility and he phoned himself mm. up, and he's sort of willing to change stuff then, right? And they don't, and then from that to in the car, when he put the puts the bandages on, by that point he must be thinking, oh, I've got to put the bandages on, mustn't he? Mm. Otherwise, mm. why would you wrap well, your head like that? Other, well, this other is than, the problem, yeah. right? Yeah, because he knows where the plot needs to go. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. This is the thing, and <laughs> yeah. also, I mean. I, uh, this is where I kind of struggled a bit because at that bit there are these kind of echoes of the conversations, aren't they, in his mm, head? Yeah. So I was like, because to me it's either is he do it, he's either doing it like you say to kind of he has to play out what he's seen, which is that kind of catch twenty two, like the kind of you know time loop thing, mm. or is it that you're supposed to think he smacked his head so hard he's kind of gone a bit crazy? Is mm. that more what it is that he's gone a no, bit maybe. unhinged? Mm. I just That's think I just think of, that. Any time, start time machine story. You've got to get into that loop at some point, and yeah. that bit of getting into the loop is always going to be a problem script wise yeah. because yes. you've got to jump through hoops to it's make how it you reveal work, it. It needs to be revealed in the sense of he. It needs to be almost accidentally that he finds himself in the loop. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah totally. I agree. Yeah. yeah. And, and I do think it's already been yeah. revealed. They already showed us and explained us quite a lot with that bandage guy. And yeah. I don't, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah it should, him... should be a better a better way of getting the bandages on, shouldn't there? Or yeah. more, yeah. it should be more obvious that he's got to do that because he saw himself doing it. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. No, because I mean, really, what plays out is he steals the scissors off her. He makes her strip. It's mm. kind of uncomfortable. He kind of like is spying on himself. It's a bit. You kind of almost lose your sympathy a little bit with him here. You're not really mm. behind it... his actions at this point. It's a bit. Odd. Well, the thing, um, thing is, you've got to think, right? If you think about the logic of it, I know you can't completely because it doesn't work logically, but mm. there's got to be a, a one of him that starts this off before the one we see who, who's there, who makes strip in the first place, doesn't there? Right. Mm. Or, or, or it's completely self-contained, right? Mm. So either he is this pervert who's making someone take their clothes off and he's that horror villain, mm. or yeah. like it's just in his character, which based on the ending of the film... You know what I mean? Like you can't. Like why? Yeah. Why is she taking her clothes off? He's doing. He's doing it because he saw himself do it before. Mm. You know what I mean? It's not really an excuse, yeah. But yeah, like that's an interesting. That's an interesting take on it. That actually, this is revealing his darker self. You know, he was already a bit of a mucked up person, and this is bringing it out. Maybe. I mean, you can't know, can you? I suppose because I say you've got. You can't. The, the plot can't resolve that for you. It can't tell you how did the first Hector get the idea to make her take the clothes off. This is. Mm. It's a problem with a predestination paradox, yeah. isn't it? Like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's all in the it's all in the telling of it. Like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I I did think it was very funny that bit when he because in the beginning he looked he he looks at himself and he's holding it, the bandage man is holding his fingers over his eyes like pretending binoculars. Yeah, and, and then when you see him actually do it, he has to do it like five times yeah, to actually catch himself. That is quite a clever, like mm. uh, almost a time travel joke, isn't it? That, yeah. You know, it isn't that simple. Um, mm. At this but, stage, would you like... Oh, go on. I was going to say, that bit's also good because it, cause then you put a doubt in your mind of going like, oh, perhaps he's broken it. Maybe he's got out of it this time. You know, mm. maybe he missed himself, yeah. but then yeah. he doesn't miss himself. You're like, oh no, he's actually all going to play out the same. Mm. Yeah, no, that's true. At this at this point in the film, would you like a quiz? Go. Oh yeah, go for it. I've got two quizzes. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. About time. Or crimes. Okay. This is a, it's an odd quiz. I w- <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, back in 2015, September 2015, 60 Minutes and Vanity Fair did a poll with their readers, watchers, I guess, uh, on time travel. Hmm. Right? So what I'm going to do is uh, I, I'll read out the answers and you can either say, you need to say which, uh, which got the highest percentage in the votes of this poll. Right. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yep. yep. So, uh, you know, so, I mean, yeah. So do you want to dive straight in? You don't want an example? No, let's do it. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't say what the demographic of these people were, but we're talking Americans. Uh, oh, the poll was conducted by telephone, a uh, random sample of 1,020 adults nationwide in America 2015. Okay. So, uh, Sam, you can go first. Okay. So the question okay. is, what's more important for a happy and successful life? Uh, lessons of the past or possibilities of the future which was more important to the mm. 2015 60 minute vanity fair public uh, I'd say uh, future possibilities of the future yeah. yes you're right 53% said possibilities of the future Indeed. the past is a sad lonely place you don't want to go back there 
Very true, very true, and very depressing. Uh, right, Chris, it's a bigger one for you. Yeah. What, which behaviour is most likely to disappear in a thousand years? Okay. You ready for your options? Yeah. Uh, saying let's have lunch, uh, the sign of the cross, the double-cheeked air kiss, shaking hands to greet someone, thank you notes, or grocery shopping with a basket. Uh, grocery shopping with a basket. Very good. Yeah, that is it. Do you want? The, do you, could you guess what the lowest one was? Um, sign of the cross. Yeah, probably. No, Americans. Saying, it was. It was saying, "Let's have lunch." Oh yeah, that's the yeah. lowest one. I guess that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you gotta have lunch. Okay, you gotta have lunch. Even no in the future, never, yeah. even in the science fiction future, yeah. even a thousand years from now. <laughs> uh, right. Okay, Sam. What's most likely to happen first? Soccer ugh, becoming more popular than football in the US. Hmm. Uh, Peace on Earth. <laughs> Seinfeld reruns going off the air. A cure for cancer or time travel? Which one? I can read them again. It's a very random collection of things, isn't it? Uh, yeah, re- really random. Which one will happen first? Yeah, more likely to happen first. <clears throat> cure for cancer. Yeah, 41% cure for cancer. Only 6% said time travel. Um, well, it can't happen. It's not going to happen, is it? Well, then only 7% said peace on Earth, so that's depressing. <laughs> well, they're realists. <laughs> These Vanity Fair readers, they, uh, you know, yeah, they know what they're doing. They, yeah. they are. Yeah, they are. <laughs> right, Chris. What would you bring with you if you were transported through time? Okay, you ready, Chris? Yeah. Condoms. <laughs> uh, Christopher Lloyd. A gun. Antibiotics or a Bible? Where am I going? The future or the past? You've just been transported. You don't know. You don't know. Oh, right. Okay. A gun. Oh, it was a Bible. Really? 21% said a gun, but 41% said a Bible. I'd take the gun. Nutters. Yeah. Well, more said antibiotics. Well, I hope I bump into them. Actually, antibiotics is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. I'd say morphine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Money. I don't know. There's a lot of things you could take. Christopher Lloyd is not very useful, I don't think. Especially now. He's about Sadly, unless he's got a gun. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Unless he's, he's loaded with a yeah, gun. Yeah, he's, got, he's got all that shit. Antibiotics and a Bible. Getting condoms. Yeah. I bet he's got lots of uh, tablets. He's, you know, yeah. his age. All yeah. sorts of stuff. Statins and all sorts. A walking. Yeah. <laughs> True. Pharmacy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Sam. If Stephen Hawking said time travel was possible, then... Yeah. It must be true. Uh, what does he know, or who's Stephen Hawking? <laughs> it's American, doesn't it? I would say who's Stephen Hawking. It, it was. It must be true. But it was thirty percent oh, right. said it. Who's Stephen Hawking? And thirty six said it must be true. So you know, it's not far off. Yeah. Uh, right, Chris, you ready? Go. Have you ever wanted to go back and change your vote for president? This is 2015, no. remember? You think no? Oh, you're not asking me, it's are yes you? Yes or no? No, I'm readers. not asking you. <laughs> <laughs> yes or no? Um, Biggest percentage? No. Yes, it was no. Well done. <sighs> Quite big, 75 to 23. Yeah. Mm. Uh, right, Sam, which yes. city would you want to be reborn in generations from now? Mm. Okay, here's okay. your options. Yeah. Zurich. Beverly Hills, 
Singapore, Bangalore, or Vancouver? Hmm. I'd probably say Singapore because mm. it's nice. There. But is that what you think the Americans no, said? Because I probably know where it is. Uh, I'm going to say Vancouver. Yes, yeah. they've got no idea yeah. have they about the wider world. No, so, no, no, no. They have to pick what they know. Don't yeah, start yeah. fights with okay. more countries. Well, <laughs> I don't want a beef with America. <laughs> we can't afford the, the listenership. Right, okay, Chris. What historic tragedy would you like to go back in time to prevent? Okay, so the assassination of JFK, the bombing of Pearl Harbor, the sinking of the Titanic, or 9-11? Uh, Titanic. Is that what you're, the Ameri- so you think the Americans are saying? Oh, right, yeah, I forgot. They're Americans. Um, yeah. Pearl Harbour? It's got to be 9-11. <sighs> it was 9-11, 9/11. yes. They're obsessed Sorry. with it. Yeah. They can't see past yeah. their own nose, can they? No. No, it's true. Okay, Sam. Yes. Which would you most like to go back and witness firsthand? Uh, Columbus reaching a new world, finding the Dead Sea Scrolls, Opening King Tut's tomb, landing on the moon, or eating the first oyster? <laughs> eating the yeah. first oyster? Yes, yeah, it's, it's not that one. It's <laughs> a w- w- random thing to. Uh, yeah, what a weird thing. I'm going to say landing on the moon because again, they did that. Yes, it was that. Okay, right. So at this point, <laughs> we've only got two more questions. It'd be good to be on a Stanley Kubrick set. <laughs> You conspiracy theorists. <laughs> Sam is Sam is in the lead here. It's it's three one to Sam. Okay. So Chris, okay, this is for you, Chris. Which rock concert would you most like to go back and see? Mm. Okay. Uh, the Beatles at Shea Stadium in '65, Jimi Hendrix at Woodstock in 1969, The Rolling Stones at Altamont in 1969, Nirvana Nirvana at MTV Unplugged 1993. The Sex Pistols on the Thames, nineteen seventy-seven, or none of these. <laughs> um, I'd probably say Woodstock, Beatles, Jimi Hendrix at Woodstock. Yeah, Beatles. Yeah, you've got you've got it, Chris. Because actually, Beatles and Jimi Hendrix both got exactly the same amount, thirty-two percent. Right. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to give this one to Chris so to see if so it's three. I'm going to give this one to Chris. If you get this, Chris, you've won. No, well, no, you've drawn. Well, but he's lost. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> so more questions. There's more questions. Yeah, there's one more question. Let's make it fair. Yeah. Let's give it to Chris. If he gets this, it's draw. Oh, okay. If he doesn't, then Sam's won. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Last question. What was most likely... Oh, sorry. Who was most likely a time traveller from the future? Okay. Out of Salvador Dali, Liberace, Leonardo da Vinci... Albert Einstein or Jesus of Nazareth? Who was a time traveller? I reckon uh, Leonardo da Vinci. And I, I'm i going to say that. That's what you think the American yeah. public said. I think this is quite shocking. 46% said Jesus was most likely <laughs> oh a time traveller from the future. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, what, what is he? Is he a son of God or a time traveller? Make your mind yeah. up. Well, yeah, I would say that kind of disproves the religion a little bit if he's a time traveller. <laughs> Doesn't so we really knew all that sense, shit was going to happen in the first place. That's it was just playing tricks on people. It wasn't magic. Yeah. There you go. So Sam, you won that. Good one. Thanks. Well done. Wonder Thanks. when they'll do. Hopefully they'll do another one of those polls soon. We can find out if they <laughs> changed their answers at all. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that guy from last year who said he was a time traveller? 
Oh yeah, like yeah. was it called like Noah? Was it called Noah? Do you remember that? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I'm googling. Yeah, yeah. Noah, he came from 2028. Uh, to tell us uh, that Google Glass is a big thing. <laughs> Did he work for Google? Did he have lots of Google shares? I don't know. I think he vanished. Probably went back back to oh. the future, I suppose. But well, because he got it wrong, and it it isn't a big thing. Is he upset? Yes, they come back. He he's, he says that uh, Trump gets rid of the two term thing, and he's a, he will be president after twenty twenty. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. That. Yeah. And then he went away again. Oh well. Yeah. We're talking of going away back in uh, <laughs> back in time crimes. We're at the next part, which is freaking out. Uh, so Hector uh, hears a scream, uh, and the woman is gone. The, the naked woman is gone. Uh, he heads towards his own house and kicks down the fence. Hmm. Um, and he kind of there's that great shot. I did think it was the best shot in the film where he's banging on the door, and it like does a three times mm. zoom into him smacking the door. Oh in. yeah, on the like stairs. That. Yeah, I really liked that. I anyway, liked the uh, the Spielberg like pull back through the fence links as well just before that through the chain link fence you know the yeah. like yeah whatever that's yeah. called that sort of zoom yeah it's like um, a just yeah, a VFX thing I think oh is it mm. oh, okay well, it looked good no that zoom because anyway, he did it in come... Jaws it's not it's not VFX oh okay it's that, you, you know have, you know like, you know um, thin lenses don't you can go through things it's when you know in Roy Scheider's no because he's, he's the right side of the fence you know in Roy Scheider's on the on the beach and it, he's Looking at his face, and like the background comes forward. Oh, a contra zoom. Oh, it's the um, contra yeah. zoom. That's it. Yeah, it is one of those for defence. Oh right, okay. Yeah, yeah. But ultimately, he's chasing. So he's got his bandages on. He's chasing his wife through the house, and ultimately, he thinks. Sorry, spoilers. He's killed her because when he looks out, he grabs her leg, and he looks out the window, and she's dead on the floor. And he freaks out. He goes back to the facility, kind of rams in. Gets to the scientist, is like, I need to go back, all this stuff. Scientist doesn't want to do it, does he? Um, and uh, he, the scientist is thrown away a part of the machine, hasn't he? Yeah. Mm. Because the, what is it? Because the other Hector told him to do it. It gets a bit complicated, yes, it here, does. doesn't it? It gets very complicated for me, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the, other, the other Hector's told him not to let him go back, hasn't he? But then the, then the twist is that actually the, the, the third Hector already knows you aren't listening to him, doesn't he? Mm. But does uh, that break the right. paradox? I don't know. No, because he it's throws... Because you, you know when he's talking on the walkie-talkie mm. and the third one, and he says, oh, um, I'll, I'll make sure that he doesn't go in the thing, whatever. Mm. And then he mm. tosses the walkie-talkie away and he goes, um, oh, at least that makes sure you'll get hit on the head or something. He, he just wants yeah, his old uh, self yeah. to slap him around the face. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So Hector takes off the bandages and uh, he makes the uh, he makes the scientist get the bit back. And it's got a good line here. The scientist says, the machine doesn't solve problems. In fact, it creates them. Which is kind of like, it's pretty much just like the message of the film, isn't it? As a kind of time travel doesn't really work is what they're yeah. kind of saying, I guess. It's kind of saying. Um, but he gets to jump back, but he only jumps back a tiny amount of time. So he basically has to yeah. super quickly fix everything. Mm. While yep. there are another, so basically this is Hector 3, there are two other Hectors in the same world as him. Uh, and what we get is quite a good, it's quite a good climax. I, I mean, I didn't see it coming. He gets back to the house, doesn't he? And it's it's to do with him, he uses the woman as a kind of fake for his own wife, thus killing the woman, but saving his wife. Which is a pretty dark, fucked up ending, isn't it? 
Jed. Yeah. It's good though. Yeah. It was satisfying. It's a good. Yeah. I think like how it all went down. Do you think it was well, like that whole big kind of rocking climax? Did you like all that? If you go back a little bit, the bit I liked was uh, he gets out of the thing third time. He's very nonchalant about it, whatever. And then, you know, he gets in the van and starts chasing himself. Mm hmm. And then he knocks himself off the road, and he's in the van. Oh yeah! And like that's the ri- that point. That's when he thinks, "Oh no, I am actually stuck. I'm on a loop, doesn't he?" Mm. He just gives up. Then yeah. he's like, "Oh, whatever." And I liked how it's like it's only once he's sort of given up that then he has. You could say that that action at the end of him realizing that the one on the roof isn't him, right? That's mm. him getting himself out of the loop. That's the end yeah. of the loop, isn't it? Right? Yeah. And that's because he's like abandoned all hope of getting out of the loop. You know what I mean? So like. Hmm. his efforts to do anything about it were just getting more and more stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Mm. Which yeah. I quite like that idea that like the only way through it is just to give up on trying to understand it because you can't understand it. Mm. That's sort of, mm. yeah. And then you get a nice also, sort of twist, yeah. Yeah, and it's also got a kind of like kind of fatalist like final destination like yeah. someone has to Johnny die Darko. almost like, yeah, that kind of like some some a life was taken so a life has to be mm given you know that kind of like i think that's quite i quite liked that yeah, there's as a rules message. of the universe exactly balance has to be mm. restored i thought that was quite a good uh yeah and i like that that whole scene is set to the kind of um set to that um to the blondie isn't it um yeah hanging is it hanging on the is it hanging on no the it's one? um no it's the other one isn't it? Uh, oh god um picture this picture this picture this that's yeah. it yes that's really good i quite like the way that's done did you notice what's on the girl's t-shirt by the way two uh, cats the, at what does it? What do the two cats mean? Is it something to oh, do is with? It, um... Is it Schrodinger's cat? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be Schrodinger's cat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And also, I read that he was inspired by um, uh, a um... chronic ups. Yes. Yeah. Which mm. is odd, isn't it? From uh, 2008. Yeah. And also, there was going to be an English language remake. Uh, yeah, Cronenberg was trying to make it. I read with that as Tom well. Cruise. With yeah, Tom Cruise. I don't need. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't have worked, would it? I mean, they'd have just got rid of all the darker, kind of more weird They'd over-explain you know, stuff. it, wouldn't they? It'd be really over-explained. And there'd be, like, another twist at the end. It'd be like, that'd happen, then, like, another one would come out of bush something, and then it'd be like... Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the sort of, like, Rick and Morty twists to it, though. That's what's good about time travel. Yeah. Films. You can get that. Mm. You can get them in. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's yeah. satisfying, another... isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Do you want a quick quiz before we give our final verdict? Do it. Another one. This is where okay, he gives right. the same quiz, thinking to... <laughs> That'd be great, wouldn't it? That'd be brilliant, it? yeah. Uh, it's not that. It's not that. I had this. I had a great idea for... My, my original idea for a quiz was that I would kind of, like, tell you some dates of crimes, mm. and then you would say whether you wanted to go back and commit the crime or not. It got, <laughs> it's a bit dark. It got quite, yeah, it got quite but dark. The all, I had was, all I had was robberies and murders, and then it's just but a what bit would of a be why wouldn't well, no, why wouldn't like, we want to go well, back and commit all of them? Uh, I don't, I don't, wow, that's the that's your great, answer. Yeah. <laughs> why wouldn't you go back and commit all of them? All the we've, murders and the we've, oh, okay. We've learned a lot about Chris. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> this is just four. This is four. This is crimes from time. Four famous robberies. So I'll give you the date and you tell me what the robbery is. Okay. 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 Who wants to go first? Chris can go first. Go time. on. Okay. Eighth of August, nineteen sixty-three. What what do you want off me? Sorry, what crime what, is it? What robbery is that? What, what famous, famous robbery? Oh, robbery. Is that? oh yeah, okay. famous robbery. Uh, Six, the 63. train robbery. 
Great train robbery. Yeah. Very good, Chris. Yes. Okay. So Sam. It's only famous in Elib- the UK, really. Yeah, true. Eleventh uh, of December, nineteen seventy-eight. Sam. Mm, I mean, Chris just said the one great crime I know. Really, so <laughs> do, you want, do you want a clue? Are these all robberies, or are they other things? They're all robberies. Yeah. Do you want a clue? Yes, please. Yeah. The clue is that you might know this from another film. There's a film that this features in that's made it more famous probably for us than it may have been. Uh, is it um, when Leonardo DiCaprio stole that plane in, uh, in Catch Me If You Can? <laughs> no, it's the Lufthansa heist, the one in Goodfellas. Do you remember in Goodfellas, the one they do in the, uh, uh, yes, the yeah, airport? Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. that one. I'd never know okay. that, though. No, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, Chris, 7th of November, 2000. Hmm. Is it that diamond one at the the? Oh, it is. The, uh, well done, Millennium Chris. Dome. Yeah. The Millennium Dome raid, yeah. which was a failure. It wasn't. Uh, it didn't happen. Uh, they yeah. they apprehended it. Yeah. Well, Last they hired you, a speedboat under the name of Mister Diamond. That's what fucked them up. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty stylish, um, though. I read a thing this week about this drug dealer. Right. Um. This he's like some kid in university. And he was running a drug network called Nation, right? On like it's via text hmm. messages, like you order drugs, or whatever, and they'd like, um, you know, get drugs from down the country. But they call themselves yeah. Nation on this hmm. thing. And right. uh, when the police went to arrest him, the guy like says, "It's not me." He was wearing a t-shirt that had got Nation <laughs> on it, and he and he'd released a rap album, and he'd call himself like DJ Nation Man or something like that. Oh my God, wow, it's brilliant. Well, he was getting in with the branding. Yeah, that? yeah. It <laughs> yeah. makes the millennium quite sensible now. Yeah, God. <laughs> L- last robbery, Sam. Okay, second uh, of April, twenty fifteen. Hmm. Um, uh, was that them trying to steal? Was it the Scream picture? Oh no, it was the Hatton yeah. Garden one. You know oh, the yeah. one that was. You know oh, the one that the one. old guys. Oh, it burgled the uh, millions. You know, no, that one. No, it's a pretty uh, not, uh, big. There's a film just come yeah. out about it. Yeah, well, Chris won that, so it's one one competition, one quiz all. I think that's a fair, uh, that's a fair, a fair assessment. And what do we think now? We're at the end of time crimes. What did we all think of time crimes overall? Good, bad, indifferent. It was an interest. It was. I like the paradox how it was told. I think it was done quite cleverly. I think it just didn't look very nice. The film, so I think at the very minimum, you can do that. You can make things look nice. So that was your. So what would you? Visually, do you think that you know, was the money, or do you think that was him, his directing I don't know, style, I don't know. or it's probably what was it that was lacking? Or, yeah, it's just uh, just an eye. It just didn't have any like flair, like visual flair mm. to it. Which mm. Mm. that's um, interesting. Yeah, I can't not agree with you. It was quite basically. Yeah, yeah. So it can't. It, Consequently, it looks cheap and looks like an indie movie. You know. Mm. Um, yeah. Mm. What do you think, Sam? Uh, I liked it quite a lot, and I actually did like the look of it. I thought I liked how it looked, kind of just like you'd wandered into something going on for real, like it didn't look like a film. I mm. thought I quite enjoyed the look of it. Um, and I liked, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I like this sort of film where, you know, I can, it's not demanding much from me, so I can work the plot out in my head as it goes along, and then I feel clever when I get bits. <laughs> I like films that make, I like films that make me feel clever. So like when I was working yeah. it out and it happens, and like yeah. I knew the ending before the end, whatever. I'm like, yeah, that's right. 
So any yeah. film makes me feel like that. I enjoy stuff like that. Wow. It's like a you know it's like a um, a Rubik's cube, isn't it? This kind of thing. I love that kind of. Hmm. That's what I like. That's why I like Agatha Christie stuff on table. You kind of. I can imagine you everything... there drawing that diagram when you thought you'd. <laughs> yeah, totally. Because everything's there, isn't it? I like things where everything's there. Yeah. And there's no nothing's going to jump out of a, the left field and confuse you. Like it's it's you've you've been told the parameters and what's going on, mm. and that first time round you get the little hints stuff like that. So you can you can work it out. And I it's just I think it's a nice it's a very neat way of writing. I think it's a good mm. yeah. I know I really enjoyed it. Yeah. How about you, Alex? What was yeah. your yeah, no, I think um, I could kind of see what Chris said. It didn't. It was quite dirty, grimy looking in a way. I mm. agree with that. But it, it, but I kept thinking. But this was his first film, and I think as a kind of um, something to show someone who wants to make films and say, look how simple this is. He only really, you know, he only had that that kind of mm. space. You know, the kind of time machine set is only the thing that is kind of complicated. Everything else was very basic and normal. Um, and no, I, it, it, I thought it was interesting enough and. Uh, you know, like entertaining enough to kind of keep me going. I don't. It didn't blow my mind, but I think it was like, yeah, I liked it. Like you say, it was a neat little package, and I quite liked the yeah, like you say, the end was the kind of it was quite a nasty end, and I quite liked that. I think anything else would have been a bit of a cop out, really. Mm. Um, yeah, and I thought it, it did blend genres quite nicely. Like I think it was a bit of horror in there. There was definitely science fiction. Mm. There's some comedic moments. I think he, you know, he he balanced all those things well. Yeah, but maybe with a bit of money, a bit of shine over it, you know, then it might have been. Just that little, might have elevated it just that little bit more. So, yeah. Cool. But good, generally good. Yeah, I'm glad I watched it, definitely. Hmm. Where's it going to go, though? Hmm. What so, do we think? Someone else can go first. Uh, well, not, I will I'm go. Sure. <clears throat> big old about... list we got now, isn't it? It is a big old list. Um, Maybe around <sighs> 50, underneath Bill and Ted, I'd say. So maybe that's, was that 51? 52. 52, yeah. That's where the films take a bit of a dive there, don't they? It's The Edge of Tomorrow, as uh, yeah. literally, and uh, that is the film that seems to be the one that is like sits right there. <laughs> uh, yeah, it does, yeah. yeah. I think 35. Ooh. Below Lost World, Above Ooh. Solaris. Ooh. Ooh. No. Chris? I <laughs> no. It's, that's higher than Independence not, Day. That's a problem. Yeah, it's not. It's higher than Tron as well. No, it's, it's not, not better than Tron. It's not as important as that's not Independence Day, and it's not. I just I really struggle with it. It's look, and I know it's like a European indie movie. Mm. Um, what about? Genius, but is it better than Pacific Rim? Yeah, I'd go. I'd go something like, uh, yeah, forty-one would be a good one. Yeah, yeah, I'm all right um, with that actually as yeah, well. Yeah. yeah, around that area. Um, I love Tron. I don't think it's better than Tron. Um, no, better than nineteen eighty-four, wasn't it though? Um, no, I think nineteen eighty-four mm. is no, is okay. a classic. Mm. I would watch this again, but that's not really what we vote on, is it? Mm. So forty-one. Then I'll go settle with forty-one. That's fine. Cool. Forty-one. Forty-one, it is. Bang that in. Uh, lovely, straight in there. Time crimes. When well done, Nacho Figalondo. Uh, maybe we'll do Colossal, Colossal at some point. Who knows? Maybe. He's done one about another Spanish one, hasn't he? As well, science fiction. Um, is about, that extraterrestrial? That's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. It's okay. 
the problem with that, I would say, is it kind of starts off as a big science fiction premise and then quite quickly turns into being more about the people, which is okay. Right. But then it's one of those films where you could almost take away the alien element. Do you know what I mean? It's more of a kind of... It also does feel quite small. He's got a bit more money, but he hasn't got much more money. Mm, Um, Right. Okay. So I wouldn't jump to say let's do that. It lost a lot of money, time crimes. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. That's a pity. Lost two million to make and they only made like half a million back or something. Yeah. Oh. Oh, it's a bit sad. I mean, like I said, I mean, the reason I picked it was it does appear if you look up uh, like foreign science fiction films, it is pretty well featured in most lists of like foreign science fiction films that people should watch. And mm. I can see why. I agree. I agree with that. Mm. Uh, should we time travel ourselves now to what we're going to watch next week? Do it. Do it. Let's do it. <clears throat> this is nice. What you got? A mandarin, Mandarina Blonde by uh, uh, Moncado Brewery from Notting Hill. Who they gave it to me for free because we uh, we stocked their beer and the guy just came and said, "Oh, we got a new range. Do you want some?" Just gave them to me. So nice, good, very nice. I've got a cool. Brick. Just gave them a free advert. Well, they might give us free beers, mightn't they? I yeah. don't mind it. I don't mind giving them an advert. It's a good beer. Hmm. I'll save my beer choice for the next trailer so we can. Get the okay. it's rolling. Anyway, uh, so this one, this week, guys, by the way, we're here from the past. Hi. Uh, Hello. Is John Carpenter's uh, seminal work. I've got to stop saying my opinion on these trailers, haven't I? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Escape from New York, the 1981 post-apocalyptic sci-fi action film um, starring Kurt Russell. Uh, Alex, you've seen this, uh, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, Chris, you don't think you've seen it? I don't think I've seen this. Right. Ooh. Well, you're in for a treat. Uh, this follows um, Snake Pliskin, played by Kurt Russell. I hate it already. <laughs> um, he's basically uh, dis- dispatched into uh, Manhattan Island, which has become a maximum security prison. Mm. Doesn't make um, any sense. <laughs> Why? Oh. <laughs> You'll see it in you're the trailer. A, yeah, you're not going to give it the right frame of mind. You're going go in there with like a more open... You know, okay. Air Force One's been hijacked. It's crashed in New York City, and Snake's got to rescue the president. It's such a classic setup. Uh, yeah. So is it in the future? Well, it's like a yeah. It's nineteen ninety seven. It's set in. So, but in eighty one, it was a future. <laughs> um, so, like, Blade why is it a maximum security prison? What? Sorry. Why is it maximum? Why is it a prison? They just put Manhattan. a wall around Manhattan. Manhattan yeah. Put all the criminals in there and said. Get on with it. It's an island, isn't it? Manhattan's huge. Yeah, but remember what New York was like in the late in that, that era. <laughs> in the late nineties. No, in yeah. the eighties, it was like in the eighties. Anyway, this is all for the actual show. This is, we're getting off okay. topic. <laughs> Basically, okay. all we need to know is that New York's a prison. Uh, Air Force One's crashed there. The president needs rescuing. They're sending Snake into game. That's literally all you need. Any sense. Let, let let's watch a trailer. Yeah. <laughs> for <New> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In what world can there be an Air Force One and Manhattan's been turned into a prison? And there's a this weird, world. there's a weird vaudeville like musical number in the middle, isn't there as well? Which is oh, yeah. odd. New York, 1997. The entire city is a walled maximum security prison. The bridges are mined. The rivers are patrolled. And the United States police force has everything under control, they think. I'm going in. 
Have you ever played the um, computer game Metal Gear Solid, Chris? That game have you? No. That just rips this off, basically. I was going to say, I was about to ask that. Was This was, it, they did take Snake, Solid Snake from this, yeah? It's got to be, hasn't it? Yeah. He, I think he's called Pliskin in in the game, isn't he? Oh, I think. is he? I think, he's, uh, I think okay. before he's called Solid Snake, he's just called Pliskin, yeah, so I think oh, it must okay. be. And he's got an eye patch, so it's got to be, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, you looking forward to it, Chris? Yeah. yeah, it looks weird. It looks strange. I don't. Yeah, the premise I don't understand. It'll be interesting if nothing else. Yeah. Yes. Cool. All right. But I'll hand you back to the past. Bye. 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 So there you go. It's Escape from New York. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, would you like me to read out where, where to find us and stuff? Or Definitely. is there anything else? Any more? Is there any in news or uh, uh, anything? I don't think so. Any correspondence? No correspondence? Oh, we've got to catch Chris up on what he missed in terms of film. We're watching a film. Oh, did, uh, you do some, oh. did you do some trailers? Yeah, so we watched a bunch of trailers, oh. which will be going... No, it, when we're recording this, they're not yet. They'll go up next week, basically. Yeah. Uh, we watched... How many was it? Six trailers? Seven trailers? Maybe more. I think it was four each. I think it was eight in the end. It was a lot of trailers, and we ba- yeah. basically from that lot we chose one film to watch from it, and okay. uh, <laughs> we that? chose it. it. It's called was it called Future? Not Future World. Future War. Future War. Yeah. Uh, it's got it's got dinosaurs in Chris. We chose it because it's got dinosaurs in it. That's why we chose it because yeah. we knew you'd okay. be alright with dinosaurs. Future War. To be honest. To be honest, Chris, four of the films were films that weren't out, so we couldn't have chosen them. So only four of the films qualified for being chosen. And yeah. frankly, you got the best out of the four. You, uh, you know. Well, it could I mean, have been it was, uh, it Battlefield was Earth. I mean, the, the caliber of stuff we're watching, Battlefield Earth, looked like 2001. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I'm just yeah, I've just picked, pulled that up. It looks interesting. Uh, yeah. Uh, how did you, you look that, up- How did you like? Assemble this list. Uh, we chose like, four films each that yeah we well, thought we'd like. In, get, <laughs> we thought, share films we'd... into Google. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should. You can listen to the podcast and hear yeah. what we say. Okay. <laughs> you should definitely also uh, look up the amazing bulk, which was that's yeah. what I was hoping we'd watch, but it didn't happen. So no. Anyway, should look that up. So look uh, for future war in the future. Anyway, coming soon on. Yes, way off, but uh, it is happening. Yeah, yeah, it has it has to happen. Uh, if you want to email us about anything about time, maybe you're from the future and you want to tell us that we're in five years' time. This is a massively successful podcast. That would yeah. be nice to know. Well, yeah. Then we'll keep then we'll keep going. Um, <laughs> <laughs> email us at sciencefictionratingsystem at gmail dot com, uh, and then all our social media. Uh, is at SF Rating System the Instagram the Twitter the Facebook whatever we don't even do that anymore do we do we even do anything do you still put there? them you've been putting them like toy things on Facebook do you still do that uh, I scheduled it a long time it, ago and there's still a, yeah, there's still a couple still that are going to come up yeah yeah but when they finish there weren't there isn't any more yeah yeah uh, that was good fun looking them up actually, yeah, though, but yeah. I I I kind of caned all of the websites. That I, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find any more, sadly. Um, yeah, and then the website, which is fantastic, is sciencefictionratingsystem.com, where you can see a live list, listen to the podcast, do what you like, leave some comments. Uh, yeah, if you're a yeah. yakuza or Australian, <laughs> start some beef. Uh, start some beef. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's about Thank it. You. 
Cool. Well, I'll see you all next week then. Cheerio. Thank you very much. Cool. Take care. Bye. 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 Bye.